1: How does it feel to um, be turning, what are you, 47?
0: I'm turning yeah. 26. Are you turning 26? I don't, I honestly. You're
1: not turning 26. You are 26. You're turning 27, okay. you fucking twink.
0: I forgot how old I am because for two years, um, anytime, like, you know, the like three months before my birthday, I would always trick my boyfriend and say things like, oh, wow, I can't believe I'm turning 25 in a few months. And mm-hmm. I would always do it while he was busy sewing or doing whatever. And he would always be like, yeah, I know, that's crazy. You're going to be 25 Subliminal getting up there.
1: messages.
0: Getting up there. And, uh, <laughs> and um, he would always be busy. And then I would trick him. And then like two weeks later, he'd be like, wait a minute, you're not fucking turning 25. You're turning this old. So then now it's come to the point where I don't remember how old I am. But. According to you, I'm 26 turning 27. Feels great because I'm still a lot younger than you, so. Mm,
1: Wow, what an asshole. Okay, fine, whatever. That just means I'm more mature, wiser, beyond my years, actually.
0: Beyond your years? um...
1: Wiser, beyond. yes, I feel like I have the maturity of, say, a 50-year-old daddy, but I have the body of a 20-year-old... Gay man, <laughs> I don't know what I'm looking for. The twenty year old go go boy.
0: Twenty year old go go boy. Mm, yeah, I, I can see that. You're not yeah. you're not too far off. I'm
1: that. I'm definitely not go go boy status, but I've I've it's it's not a bad. It's
0: not bad. No, you are definitely. Um, I wouldn't say like mature as like a like a uh, like a fifty year old dad. I would say like you just act like one. I don't know that that ties into your maturity. <sighs> I I am glad you got rid of your phone holder that you're attached. I only got
1: rid of my phone holster because it was catching on too many things at work and it it broke. That's why I would love to have my phone holster again, but I have not found one that works for me yet. I'm about to buy one of those canvas ones where I can just clip on and hook things in. Yeah, that's what I want. That's what I want. Okay.
0: You just want to be full dad status.
1: I do. I'm ready to be full dad status. You need to get a dad I'm done. I'm on my way there. Sadly, after the ever wedding, since, you are. Ever since the wedding, <laughs> I am on my way to dad bod. If you
0: can't be honest with your friends, then... <laughs> it's true. It's
1: true. I'm on my way there. I feel like I've given up. I finally hooked to the woman of my dreams, and uh,
0: well, so, don't who need are you to trying try to anymore? Now? Nobody. I'm, no one. You're done. No
1: one. It's not really fair to her, but she can't leave me. That's I'm pretty sure that's. I'm pretty sure it's true. It's actually for a long time in the gay marriage struggle, which if you haven't listened to our episode from last week, go back and listen to Love Wins. Um, It was actually, there was this awful part where people were legally allowed to be married but they hadn't put in that you could be divorced as a gay couple which was so stupid. So like there were there were places where you couldn't be divorced. Texas of course was like, "Well, fine. We'll let you get married, but we're not going to let you get divorced.
0: You have to stay well, you have to stay <laughs> married no matter what." Exactly. And also um but if any of our straight couples went over to uh LA or I mean uh Las Vegas, uh-huh and they got married by an Elvis impersonator,
1: yeah, is that Las Vegas. Yeah, that's Las yeah,
0: Vegas. Yeah, that's Las Vegas. And they got married by a Las Vegas impersonator at four in the m, drunk off their asses, and they wanted to come back and get divorced. That's fine. That's perfect. But fine. if you homosexuals want to get married, you you're gonna have divorced. to stay married because you wanted it so you. you wanted it so bad. That's right. So, I don't know. I had like six different accents on, but I did. <laughs> you just, I, you, I you know like, what? Because because
1: <laughs> Texas is much more multicultural than they like to admit.
0: That's true. That's why. That's true.
1: That's um. Anyways, we're your hosts. Welcome to your queer story. I am Evan Jones.
0: And I'm Paul Hobbs, the favorite host. The,
1: yeah, whatever. He was about to be another year older tomorrow. Happy July 4th to our little oh queer my God, patriots out there. This does
0: air the day before my birthday. Wow. I know. Everybody sing happy birthday to me.
1: Nobody. That's why I was talking about your birthday in the beginning, you Dumbass. Well,
0: I don't pay attention to things. I
1: know you don't. It's July 4th. It's the birth of our nation. And
0: guess what? I was born the next motherfucking day, bitches. So I get fireworks <laughs> every day on my birthday. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Yep. Which has not been safe for a lot of birthday parties, but he's got. did them. it anyways. We did it anyways. Mm. So, um, yeah. So today we're going to be patriotic and we're finally going to be a little. Um, well, it's a not a scripted day. There will not be a script on accompanying this episode on the website because um, this is unscripted. We're actually stealing a lot of this from the Advocate. So, thank you, Advocate, yep. for Advocate putting this out there. Com. Advocate, yeah. If you haven't, um, the Advocate is a um, it's a magazine. It's a gay magazine. It's one of the oldest magazines, like longest running magazines yes. that's out there. Um, and it's one of been one of the essential resources for queer content. There's a lot of serious, good articles out there, and there's a lot of loose articles like we have today. And so this is a laid back. Yeah, great contact. This is a laid back episode. Don't you motherfuckers act like you're listening to our episode on July 4th anyways.
0: Right. Unless you're that one diehard fan. (laughs) Deanna. My sister.
1: Thank you, Deanna. (laughs) She's she's sitting there right now. Sewing something like, I'm listening. Yep.
0: And commenting on the status like, I'm listening. Love it. (laughs) We appreciate it, honestly, because support comes from, doesn't always come from, the places you would expect it. So thank you, Deanna. Yeah, yes, thank, thank you. And thank you, everyone else, for listening. Yeah,
1: thank you to all our patrons, keeping us funded and supported. We appreciate mm-hmm. you guys. So today we're we're reading off the 15 gay founding fathers and mothers, which founding fathers and mothers is kind of a stretch because it goes all the way through Abraham Lincoln. Also, I do have some a beef with a couple of people on this list.
0: Yep. And we'll I, get into it. Yeah, and some people,
1: <laughs> uh, there's one person who's not on this list who absolutely should be on this list. But let's start, and let's start with probably the m- most famous gay founding father, Alexander Hamilton. So, big homo. Big homo Do
0: raging you- bottom, I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, for a fact. I'm just going to throw uh, that out there.
1: I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I actually, I'm really excited. So a couple of things. I'm about to, this month, I'm going to be seeing Hamilton, The Hamilton, the play, which was based on the book, Alexander Hamilton, which I just downloaded and I'm excited to listen to. Um, so, or the, uh, the book, the biography. Mm-hmm. So let's see. They say, well, acceptance of LGBT people may feel like it only hits its stride in recent years. Homosexuality has always been a part of America. Well, we know that.
0: The fucking entire world, actually. That's right.
1: Actually, if you listen to our episode from last July 4th, where we talk about the Puritans, we talk about how gay America was in the early days. Mm -hmm. Indeed, many of the nation's founding fathers partook in the company of other men. Here's a look at some of the nation's architects from the colonial days to Civil War who prove LGBT individuals always have been a place in America's tapestry. This is written by Jacob Ogles, by the way. Ogles? O-G-L-E-S. Thanks, Jake. <laughs> you want to go?
0: Oh, I was just like... Wah. you know, like, he's
1: just sitting there nodding alone. like I'm going to do this whole fucking <laughs> podcast myself.
0: So while the romance didn't make it into the Broadway show, Alexander. odd. Alexander Hamilton maintained a relationship for years with fellow revolutionary John Lawrence. In letters to Lawrence, Hamilton made clear his love. Till you bade us adieu, I hardly knew the value you had taught my heart to set upon you, Hamilton wrote. Very po- poetic. Mm-hmm. The rela- Now you just say send me dick pics. Yeah, that's the, right. <laughs> <it's> a little <laughs> different. The relationship between the men continued until Lawrence died in battled in 1782. Mm-hmm. Hamilton, of course, also had genuine love for his wife, Elizabeth Shuler. Schuyler. Sh- Schuyler? Schuyler? I think it's Schuyler. Uh, and once had to publicly apologize for an affair with Mary Reynolds. But plenty of documentation about the relationship with Lawrence indicates Americans' first treasury sexual. Treasury secretary was bisexual.
1: Yeah. So, um, so first of all, if you want to know more about Lawrence, you can listen to our military episode, part one. Um, and there's actually a couple people in this episode that we reference that were we dive more into it in the military episode. This is a very uh, again, unscripted episode. So, um,
0: but we're just giving you names.
1: We're just giving you names, some little facts, some little tidbits to titillate you and keep you on the hook until next week when we come back. But um, Hamilton, yeah, it was very, it was a very public affair with Mary Reynolds, but he also, like, we know there was a lot about jo- um about John Lawrence and um, real intimate, hot and heavy stuff. I don't have the letters, but I'm really surprised that Lynn Manuel um, Miranda didn't put more of that in his play yeah, that is surprising i am surprised like he's like a very it's very common knowledge that he shared a bed like washington which i think is in the next point yep. washington like encourages john and alexander hamilton and von steuben to like enjoy each other's company
0: gotta enjoy that dick
1: yeah you gotta enjoy that dick especially during war what else are you gonna do
0: right you're gonna die the next day maybe Might as that's well fucking right get it
1: that's right. Well, and this was still uh, this was at the cusp of that time where like it was acceptable for people to sleep together if they were in the military. It's like, well, while we're at war, of course we can. Yeah, you know, uh, fuck each might other. might as well.
0: What else are we going to do? <laughs> well,
1: other than fight battles.
0: Well, yeah, but when we're not fighting battles, yeah. we're just miserable. We might as well at least have exactly sides.
1: fuck each other. Well, it's like it was like that, that, that kind of thing. Like still that like Greek remnants of like, mm-hmm. of course you fuck each other when you go to war, but when you go home, you
0: know you stay true to your wife. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So. Go ahead. Number two, George Washington. Surprise, bitches. Which I don't think that this
1: one counts. Um, Maybe an ally. I I don't. uh...
0: We'll see. At one point during the Revolutionary War, George Washington, perhaps America's first great LGBT ally. What did I say? Encouraged Alexander Hamilton and John Lawrence to openly share a bunk while at camp. He was also a Freemason, and as such, dealt with rumors about the sexual practices of that organization. Yeah, when
1: I was doing my secret societies, I couldn't find—I didn't find any of this about the Freemasons. But I want to look into that to see if these guys are just fucking each other left and right. We could do
0: part two. We could—we Im- could infiltrate. We could. So we could, we'll send Paul in there uh, Yeah, I don't know about but- that <laughs> I thought we could send you in Newspapers alleged at the time that Freemasons would engage in anal penetration with wooden spikes but That you- sounds terrible I
1: don't know, is that could considered as something that's fun or is that like an initiation? That sounds
0: terrible What does that, that mean? She's got the hammer, alright
1: <laughs> Alright, Johnny, you're up <laughs> <laughs> it
0: while they scream Jesus. Jesus,
1: like, are you sitting on the anal spikes? Is this like a ritual where they all get together and they all like, right, sit the down,
0: lube them up, make sure you use plenty of spit? <laughs> like someone's now, like, now squat and press,
1: squat <laughs> and, and press. Someone's like, ah, uh, yeah, I came to join the free mace. <laughs> you gotta take
0: a spike up the ass.
1: <laughs> That's the rule. All right. Friedrich von Steuben, which we also cover in of our course. military episode one, uh, was a Prussian military officer subjected to rumors about his sexuality. Baron Friedrich von Steuben was recruited by Ben Franklin to join America's cause. Credited with bringing modern warfare and rigid discipline to the revolution, historian Harry Schindwolf also and others say von Steuben helped turn the war around. Yeah, we have a lot about Steuben. He's the one that would have his naked parties. At his house with all the guys.
0: <laughs> he was the gayest of the gay. He um, was. If you want to listen to more about these people, we'll, we, while we won't post a script, we will post links to like, if we've covered this person, we'll post a yeah. link to the episode on our page. So that way you can at least go there and um, listen to the relevant episode.
1: Yeah, so you can get more uh, history. But yeah, Von Steuben had a lot. He was very... He was openly gay. He really oh, yeah. was. Like Washington, Franklin both knew that Steuben was gay and everyone knew. He and walked
0: around the camp with a butt plug in, like
1: <laughs> I don't I don't think he was that gay, but <laughs> he, he was very gay.
0: And what's interesting because
1: there's all this such thing about how like gay men are so effeminate and they they can't fight and they can't do anything. And Steuben's literally the reason why I, how our why our militia got whipped in
0: shape. Like we Absolutely. were he was the because reason because otherwise we were they to- were pieces of shit. Not exact- pieces of shit. They just weren't trained.
1: Yeah they weren't they were a ragtag they were magtag militia And he turned them into a functioning army. Without him, it's arguable that we could have been able to stand up to Britain long enough to be able to turn the war around. Absolutely. Yeah. So make all your comments about fairies, but that's why you're here, fuckers.
0: Absolutely. So, number four. Charles Adams I want to research this one never heard about this one before well here you go surprise surprise son of President John Adams Charles Adams in his youth became a protege of Friedrich von Steuben so we know what that meant Uh, yeah he was getting it in the butt and would grow comfortable in his homosexuality he lived many years with John Mulligan but he fell out of favor with his father the president
1: yeah, so John Mulligan, also <laughs> in our military episode, he was the third man in kind of like this um, this love triangle between Steuben, um, Lawrence, and Mulligan. The three of them kind of lived together. Mul- I think Mulligan was a little younger. That's probably why he took up with Charles Adams. But really interesting, because John <laughs> Adams was a really staunch Baptist, like real staunch Christian, hardcore and I guess that's why he fell out of favor with his father. That makes sense. <laughs> so, yeah. You're up. Pierre Charles Le Lafont. 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 Part of George Washington's inner circle, the Frenchman Pierre Charles Lafont would become the architect of the nation's capital in the 1790s, as documented in the making of M. The making of urban America. I'm doing the best I fucking can,
0: Paul. (laughs) Yeah, that's what you sound like. Shut up, Paul.
1: Shut up. It's nice to know that another year has not made you another bit kinder. No, it's just made me more (laughs) (laughs) bitter. He only gets more salty with age. But historian Bob Arnes says the planner fell out of favor for his insubordinate behavior, while also raising eyebrows among political leaders by transgressing sexual. You know what he got in trouble
0: for? He <laughs> fucked in every single room of the White House. Yeah, he did <laughs> every As time he's building it. Every single room, he's like, "All right, the living room's done. Come get this booty,
1: <laughs> Charles. <laughs> hello. <laughs> oh my god. I hope that's true. I hope that I, two I men have fucked that. in it, which I also think is true. I think that two men have definitely fucked in every room, and I think it's been going on for centuries. Oh, I In the White House, so. a lot of homos in there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, John Lawrence." Number six John Lawrence <laughs> It should be no surprise that one of the earliest American leaders fighting against the practice of slavery also knew the challenges of being ostracized. Lawrence found success as a military aide to General George Washington, sucking his dick. He perhaps was best known himself for recruiting slaves to become soldiers in the Continental Army, where they could literally fight to gain their freedom. And I don't know who wouldn't join that. Right. I mean, unless you had a family that was also enslaved. But if you were a single, by yourself, loner.
1: Well, yeah. But you even if you had a family, like, maybe if, you go, if I get could out, you? I can help them. Yeah, that's true. But how awful, though, that they're yeah. literally fighting under this lie where, like, we're fighting for equality for all. What is it? What is it? The pursuit of happiness for all. Mm-hmm. And then.
0: Happiness, liberty, and freedom or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but
1: then it ends up just being a bunch of hogwash. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: His personal correspondence with Alexander Hamilton reveals to historians that the two men were likely lovers with two remaining cl- with the two remaining close until Lawrence died in battle.
1: Yeah, maybe one day I don't know, we'll get into him more. Like I said again, on the military episode. Mm-hmm. But um but it's sad because um, he seems, yeah, he seemed like a really good man and he's been erased from history because I think because, because he, was he was so gay. gay. He was so gay. Again, That's what happened? It wasn't like Alexander Hamilton. People could be like, oh, no, he had a wife. He had uh, an affair.
0: Yeah. And um, speaking of being erased from history, I was talking to people about the podcast. I'm like, yeah, we just covered some stuff about the Holocaust a couple episodes ago. I'm like, mm-hmm. why'd you cover the Holocaust? And I'm like, uh, because gay people died. And they're like, what do you mean, gay people died? Yeah, like people just don't know.
1: They don't know. They don't know. And that's why we. That's why we do this because we're like, we've always been here. Well, wow, you just bumped that, didn't you? Probably. Yeah. We're like, we've always been here, um, and we've always been helping make history with you. Right and next to you, exactly, and we've been suffering the same indignities and oftentimes worse because, on top of the fact that we're fighting for freedom and everything, you're also fucking firing us and locking us up and forgetting about us because we're fucking queer. Pretty much. All right, Gilbert Dumontier, Marquis de Lafayette. Well, how? Why was the Marquis de Lafayette first named Gilbert?
0: Yeah, um, he was that's, gay.
1: <laughs> no, that's why he was just called the Marquis de Lafayette because <laughs> I was, there's nobody who's gonna call him Gilbert. No, no. Gilbert, <laughs> Gilby <laughs> So the friendship between Washington and Gilbert, he George Washington did have a lot of gay friends. So I uh, just yeah. want to say that. Okay, um, the Marquis de Lafayette has been celebrated in history. Some of their correspondence indicates that Lafayette desired more from a friendship. Probably got it too, including a letter in 1799 in which he says he feels ignored by Washington. <laughs> complaints ought to be permitted to my affectionate heart people. George
0: Washington is ghosting me Georgie
1: Georgie why do you you don't want to hang out with me respond anymore. to my text. I'm trying to like fight a fucking war and go see my wife well, why do you need to see your
0: wife mm-hmm. hey Christians today's episode is brought to you by Honey the incredible browser extension Honey searches the web for you and automatically applies the best coupons to your order I have personally saved a ton of money using this extension. When we upgraded our audio equipment, we saved around $20. That was just one purchase. The average Honey user saves $30. How could Honey be any better, you ask? Honey now offers exclusive coupons for the Your Queer Story merch shop. So make sure you check it out while you shop for your new swag. To learn more, visit yourqueerstory.com Honey. Again, that's yourqueerstory.com Honey. All right, and number 8 on their list uh, is Betsy Ross. No, this one I
1: don't we are agree with. We're not
0: covering it because the reason she no, is we, on Yeah,
1: we like okay. she's on there. Should
0: I read it? Do you want me? Well, it? just So basically she's on this re- list because a me- psychic medium said that she was gay. Yeah, she said That's the only reason. Maybe she was. But we have no evidence. She said in
1: 2014 that Ross came out to her in a psychic conversation I am gay and I fly the flag of pride and liberty for all of us.
0: There's no evidence of this. There's no no historical It's something that we stretch. So instead, we're going to talk about Katherine Lee Bates.
1: That's right. Yeah. We'll talk about a real lesbian in history. So, Katherine Lee Bates, which you can find on our Wellesley Marriages, I believe it's episode 12. Catherine um, Lee Bates um, She is actually the author of God Bless America
0: Oh my god that song that everybody knows And everybody yeah. sings about yeah. America Was written by a lesbian Did you know that? Did you know that? If you listened to your queer story you knew that
1: it's, That's right so our little queer queerstians knew that They're not surprised Yeah Catherine Lee Bates she was with her partner I want to say for 30 years But it was definitely for a long time um, the Wellesley marriages In general Was basically a college Run by a bunch of lesbians It was uh, Yeah 100% college. Yeah It was a women's college they, that's, It was a Wellesley college And the people Called them Wellesley marriages Because these women Would go there And they would just End up being roommates And very good friends Wow they
0: just Seem to live together And they never Leave each other's side They just don't They just really They're really good friends They're just
1: really good friends They just never Want to get married They've had a couple Proposals they turned down I don't get it
0: Yeah this you is know? real
1: strange It's like Yeah it's like my grandma says that me and samantha are real good friends you're and real we close, are, so you're best, we're, of friends. We're best of friends you're best
0: friends <laughs> we are best friends
1: so yeah so Catherine bates so when you're singing god bless america if you're singing that this fourth of july thank a lesbian for that song
0: uh yeah even all you straight people yeah all you straighties ready number nine ben franklin yes that's right benjamin motherfucking franklin the charismatic founding father may not have been gay himself. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. He was definitely he was He was bisexual or pansexual at the very fucking least. He was into everything. I'm he was like he was like the original freak.
1: He was fucking everybody and yes, exactly. That's the thing. Ben Franklin Was fucking everybody in France And I don't think it was anything about Whether being attracted
0: to boys or girls I think he was pansexual
1: I think he Yes I think he liked to have sex And there was Nothing was gonna get in the way of that
0: Right So um, While serving as an ambassador to France It was Franklin who recruited Strategist Baron Friedrich von Steuben To provide his expertise to the rebellion Despite knowing the soldiers homosexuality Because they probably fucked (laughs) <laughs> letters reported to the Washington Blade <laughs> they're like
1: in the middle. He's like, "Hey, wait a minute!" He's like, fuck it to him?" He's like, "You hey, want to
0: come fucking help with this revolution?" I like, go, yeah, "We got a revolution!" you want oh, this, uh, this revolution? I love
1: revolution! Ah, uh, you yeah, want I this do.
0: revolutionary dick? <laughs> <laughs> Sound off um, in my ass. So, letters reported in the Washington Blade reveal that part of uh, Franklin's motivation was the knowledge von Steuben could face prosecution for sodomy in Europe because he just fucked him. So, a station in America served as a sanctuary. Of course, AIDS activist and writer Larry Kramer lists Franklin among the Americans, the among the American historical figures he believes were gay. So maybe Franklin was more than an ally, I, which I, I feel like he was. There's so I don't I'm surprised. Like, there's a lot of fruit. we're
1: like, well, we're going to add medium fucking Betsy Ross on here. We're going to have Betsy Ross on here because a medium said she was gay, but we don't know about Franklin. We know Franklin was fucking people. He, we was know he was the original I think Larry Kramer's the one that, and I could be wrong, I think he wrote the uh, 101 Gay People, or um, what is it called? 101 something. It's a good poop book, I always say, because it's, like, <laughs> it's like one to two pages of like 101 yeah. people who were gay. And Franklin was, was so, so, he was queer. He was definitely oh, queer. 100%. Exactly. But he did. It was nice, though, because he got Von Steuben out of Prussia because he was going to be And turned the entire
0: here. revolution around.
1: Exactly. Yeah. The Jamestown Settlers. Richard Godbeer, author of The Sexual Revolution in Early America, notes that Jamestown was originally established as an all-male settlement, and he expresses skepticism that the colony was celibate. He notes that many of the men paired off to form households in the 17th century Chesapeake area and says it seems reasonable to assume that many of the folks were coupling sexually as well.
0: They're like, yo, no homo. (laughs) No. <laughs> I have this raging boner, and I haven't seen a woman in like eight months. Exactly. So do you think we could like take care of this? You can like keep your eyes no closed and pretend no. it's a woman. No homo. But like... No homo.
1: uh We're just gonna set up house together. We're just... No, we're not gay. We are just like have a household. No, but also, yeah. The Puritans, we talk about this. Check it out. That's one of my favorite episodes. Oh, that still. one was fun. To this day, it's one of my favorite <laughs> episodes.
0: Number 11. William Rufus Devane King. The first U.S. Senator from no place other than Alabama. Fucking Alabama! This is why the Handmaid's Tale is happening there. It's because <laughs> of this guy. William Rufus Devane King is considered by many to have been the nation's first gay vice president, according to the Washington Blade. No one tell Jeff Sessions. <laughs> he and James Buchanan shared a home <laughs> while the men served together in the Senate. And Texas Christian University professor Paul F. Bowler Jr. says, Washington insiders in their day gossips that the distinguished gentlemen were more than roommates. No fucking shit. Wow. King eventually died 25 days after being sworn in as Franklin Pierce, Pierce's vice president. <laughs> that sucks.
1: Um, yeah, so anyways. So yeah, King's living with the future president and they're just... Good friends. Where was I at?
0: I don't know. Also,
1: I don't know why the guy from the Texas Christian University was studying studying this. I don't know if he was supporting or against it or what.
0: He's secretly gay. (laughs) Probably. He's like, I'm only doing this so that way we have some queer knowledge on how to prevent this. But secretly, he just wanted to know. Exactly
1: right. All right. So number 12, Thomas Morton. Oh, we've had more visitors coming. Okay, go ahead.
0: Well before the American Revolution, Plymouth Colony non-traditionalist Thomas Morton committed to a different sort of revolutionary act. According to Michael Bronsky's A Queer History of the United States, Morton broke off from the colony and founded Marymount, a community that broke cultural taboos of the time and celebrated same-sex desires and interracial marriages well before the Puritan values of the era would evolve. They had giant statues that they would dance around.
1: Yeah, the Maypole ceremony the Maypole. again in our um, Puritan episode. A very gay, um a very gay town, but it had a very sad ending.
0: Oh know? yeah, of course, because of, they were gay.
1: Yeah, because of homophobes. But but still, yeah. Thomas Morton's probably one of my favorite, like, early settlers, like story of him. And I love that he called his place Marymount. <laughs> mm-hmm. So James Buchanan, you might have heard of this. Like, that name sounds familiar. He was actually a president. Never heard of him. Never heard. Of course, you haven't. The only bachelor to ever be elected president, which, come on, bachelor. You're the president and you don't
0: have a a wife or something? Yeah, during
1: that time. This is like, what, the 1800s? Yeah, okay. Um, So, James Buchanan, um, by multiple accounts, engaged in gay relationships and may be remembered in history as the first gay president, which, did you see that thing with Peter Buttigieg? where he said that we most certainly had a gay president before him. Oh, I actually
0: didn't see that. Yeah. I remember there was an article. I didn't click on it. I don't know if there was a video clip or anything. It was something like that,
1: though. Yeah, yeah. So and he, he was being interviewed, and he was like, we've definitely had a, a gay president before, mm-hmm. and I'm sure we've had a couple, but James Buchanan was probably the first and uh, definitely super gay. Um, Senator William Rufus King alleged that he had an affair with Buchanan. Oh. Oh. Alleged he, oh wow, King actually said he had an affair with him. According to Larry Flint's well researched One Nation Under Sex,
0: (laughs) (laughs) sounds like a great book.
1: It does. King and Buchanan even lived together while both were in the Senate. Indeed, scholars note that in one letter Buchanan wrote after King left to become an envoy to France for his sadness. At the departure, and that he would need to go wooing to several gentlemen in unsuccessful search of similar affection.
0: What kind of affection?
1: You know what kind of affection? The best kind. Ready? Sucking affection. Number
0: 14 Abraham Lincoln. Wow, (laughs) the most notorious. An inspiration to the log cabin Republicans, even today, Abraham Lincoln's sexuality has been questioned publicly for a century and a half. Most notably, Lincoln appeared to have a long-running relationship with Joshua Speed, historian CA?
1: C-A yeah.
0: Okay. Historian CA Tripp delves into this and other relationships, including suggestions that Lincoln regularly shared a bed with a bodyguard in the intimate world of Abraham Lincoln. That's probably why he got killed. He probably, like...
1: <laughs> pissed off a homophobe? Yeah,
0: no, well, he was probably fucking this guy, and then he didn't want to fuck him anymore, and he came up with a the gun there's and was like, actually, you know what?
1: <laughs> there is a, um, there's a, there's some book or something, whatever, where someone insinuated that John Wilkes Booth was actually a spurned lover. So like he, he didn't, you, That's what happened That's why he killed Lincoln He had those
0: wooden teeth He would take them out They were great Or something
1: <laughs> that's, jo- that's George Washington But whatever oh. Yeah sure
0: <laughs> 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 Two big presidents I grew up with In yeah. the Gary education system <laughs> Oh yeah yeah, Gary, yeah, yeah yeah
1: No no But yeah But <laughs> Lincoln was definitely But what's sad about the log, um, the log cabin Republicans Is that like Lincoln was such A progressive person And they're actually Like trying to stay back In the dark mm-hmm. ages Like they're like But we're gay Okay But you don't fight for a quality for anyone else so i don't know fuck you um fuck you with a wooden spike
0: yeah just like george washington
1: (laughs) all right so the last one on our list is charity Bryant and sylvia drake maybe they weren't military revolutionaries but the daughters of the american revolution may be remembered as one of the united states first same-sex union Um, This has a spelling error In this really Historically accurate article The two women moved in together in 1807 And stayed a couple for 44 years According to Rachel Hope Cleaver's Charity and Sylvia A same-sex marriage in early America I don't know anything about this I think
0: you may hear two dogs in the background. They <laughs> just invaded the, the studio. They've
1: just they, this is now their studio.
0: Well, there's a dog and a rat. If I may be honest,
1: don't call
0: Stewie a rat.
1: He's a rat. little different looking. Um, he's special. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know anything about Charity and Sylvia. We'll have to cover them one day. I've I've like seen their names, but I don't know what they did other than be a couple. Um, I think they were popular. Like they like people like them as friends, but I don't know what they did so we'll
0: figure it out
1: we'll find out one day we'll we'll cover them eventually but um yeah so those that is our list of 15 gay founding fathers and sisters and allies and mothers Mothers. uh sorry uh mother fathers mothers and allies because george washington we're going to count as an ally even though paul doesn't want to
0: no he was taking a wooden spike up the ass (laughs) for the freemasons (laughs) but
1: that's not gay that's just what you got to do for the initiation
0: Okay, everybody knows that. So, uh, follow us on social media.
1: Uh, Yes, at Your Queer Story. Check out our Patreon page and support us if you can. And stay queer. Don't get a lobotomy.
0: Have a great 4th of July, you suckling sapphists.
1: Yeah, you little sodomites. And
0: our allied hookers. And our proud homocrats. Our proud (laughs) homocrats.
1: Oh my God, I'm losing touch. Have a good holiday, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe and review wherever you are listening and follow us on social media at Your Queer Story.
0: Like what you heard? Want to share your story? Send us a voice message to add to the podcast from the Anchor app or at anchor.fm slash Your Queer Story.
1: And if you would like to support the work we do or get exclusive content, check us out on patreon.com slash Your Queer See
0: you next week. Bye. Bye.